Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This is Minnesota Mafia Wayne to Nation presented by Drydeen from the 41st annual Agco Jackson Nationals. Now, live from the Miller Lite stage at Jackson Motorplex, here are Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. All right, all right, all right. Jackson, how's everyone doing? Y'all having a good time? Oh, my gosh, yeah. We got a great crowd gathering here at the Beer Garden. We're on the Miller Lite stage. It is Minnesota Mafia. Wing Nation presented by Dry Dean here on wingnation.com. So glad you joined us, setting it up for round number two, night number two here of the 41st annual Agco Jackson Nationals. Aaron Evernam and Steve Post, we have got a fantastic show. A couple of our 305 drivers, Caleb Johnson and Shane Fick, going to join us. We're going to talk to Payulip Washington. I love saying that name. Payulip Washington's Trey Starks, Geo Selzy, Brent Mark, Shane Stewart, Darren Pittman, Kerry Madsen. Bill Klingbull, Logan Schuhart, all going to join us here. Aaron, boy, I'm telling you what, if round number one, if night number one was good, we are in for something sweet tonight. I was just thinking that when you have a feature that runs 30 laps, you know, green to checkered, and you have a last lap pass, that's a good night. Good night indeed. And one of the stories we've talked about is the big cat, and he let up. He kept his foot right on everyone's throat last night. Oh, yeah, he sure did. He, man, he had that car hooked up on the bottom. I, I think I, 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 think I, I tweeted, I could Big cat equals badass because <laughs> I'm telling you what, it, we, we've watched it. You and I have watched on Dirt Vision. We've talked yeah. about it, but to see it in person, I'm telling you, he's got it rolling now. And, boy, it is a good time of the year to have a car rolling. It sure is. We're coming in month of money, 41000 tomorrow night. I'm telling you, the depth of competition in the world of Outlaw and yeah. Energy Drink Sprint Cars is fantastic. And we're going to talk to a bunch of guys here over the next hour that are going to be looking at knocking him off. It is a great time. And, again, we're glad you joined us here on Facebook Live. Beer Garden is filling up. Penalty box. Got a few seats at the penalty box available. So come on over and join us if you're here on the fairgrounds. We'd love to have you spend some time with us. First off, right off the box, uh, joining us uh, at the beginning of the show, he drives the uh, drive car the number one s logan shorts here hey man how are you what's up steve how's it going i'm just hanging out you doing all right everything good i'm good yep it's yep, good happy to be here yeah uh, that's right exactly and alongside representing dry dean our buddy bill Klingbill. man you do not make it as wing nation debut. debut i don't know that it gets any better than this it's pretty awesome <laughs> oh, to be you are, sitting between you guys it. i got logan oh, here i mean what you know you've hit it big now Woo, I mean, i'm feeling have, good we got Craiger behind me i mean I it's, it's going oh, you've we're hit feeling it, good right you've now you hit it big that's for sure <laughs> oh my gosh uh, Logan, we talked about the level of competition in the racing. What is, what is it like out there on the tour with, with how deep the competition is with the World of Outlaws now? Uh, every year. That's why I always feel like it's good that, you know, my grandfather put us on this deal, you know, six years ago that we were able to start doing this. I feel like it's made Jacob and I better as a team just from the very beginning. You know, it excels your, yourself as a driver, mechanic. Um, it just helps you learn, you know, the, the level of learning. You learn a lot better when you're racing with the level of competition that we are so uh, they just have the best mechanics best drivers and uh, I feel like especially this year I feel like it's really uh, you know everybody's pretty equal and it's yeah. it's you know it shows in the win column and and how everybody's running Bill, you represent the Dryden sponsorship that sponsors obviously shark racing but wing nation dirt vision you're really involved in the sport what is it about sprint car racing that Dryden wanted to get involved with well, it gives you a great opportunity, just like we're here today, uh, Jackson Nationals. Look at this event growth. Uh, Logan just talked about his grandfather got him on the tour six years ago to be able to grow. Uh, Dryden is a growing brand, just rebranded a couple of years ago. And this is a great opportunity, great avenue to not only engage fans, teach about the brand, but also have the opportunity to grow with the team and grow with the sport as well. I mean, you talked about our involvement with MRN. We're involved with uh, Dirt Vision. We're involved with World of Outlaw Sprint Car Team. We also have World of Outlaw Late Model Team. So it's kind of 
dove in with uh, both feet, both hands, <laughs> yeah. everything we could do. And we're driving heat races. Everything's driving, driving, driving. So uh, from that perspective, it's, uh, it's going really well. So in other words, my people, buy their oil. That's it. Buy their fluids, buy their lubricants, and, uh, and, and check them out. And you can check them out online. I just actually was on the website. And uh, all kinds of great t tips and, 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 and products and descriptions and all of that stuff. So you can check it out. It is neat and it is fun. Uh, Bill, you've been around this sport for a long time. Now working for Dryden, but you've been in the sport. It's fun to see some new blood and some new excitement, new energy come in with folks like Dryden. And there's others. NOS Energy has come in and just absolutely blown the top off from this thing. It's got to be fun to be watching this go as, as a marketing guy as well. Absolutely. It takes all of those partners to make this happen. I mean, we've got privateer teams or you yeah. have to have – look at this place here. I mean – what Todd Quering and Doug Johnson have done with the Jack Nationals to bring it back to prosperity and prominence. And look at all the races that we've got. We're running for 41000 this weekend. We've got some races in a couple weeks for $175,000. We've got yeah. the Knoxville Nationals, which is a staple of our sport. Look what the World Finals has done. But you can't do that without marketing partners. You can't do that with folks like Drydeen. We've got NAS, as you mentioned. But there's been a, a great number of sponsors. And it goes back to your question, Aaron. Why are we involved? All the folks that are out here, because you support the products that we put out there. Steve's saying, go out and buy our oil. Go buy the Drydeen oil. Drink your NAS. Get involved with everybody that's involved with sprint car racing because the more you're involved, the more opportunities that people like Logan, Jacob, Shark Racing, everybody that's out here on tour uh, has the opportunity to do. And Logan, on the opposite side of that, you, know, you mentioned your grandfather brought you out on the road a few years ago, but Dryden came along to sponsor you, and it seems like it has really helped elevate your entire team. It has, especially our engine program. It's something that uh, Michael Newman and my grandfather have, have put a lot of time and effort into, but uh, the whole Dryden team in general, you know, I got my stepdad, Bill, he know, he's on the Dryden team, uh, but from Dave Klinger, Al Johnson, Gene Nace, the, everybody that's, you know, that I've met, we've gone to, you know, a couple different, um, you know, plants and, and, and met a lot of the employees, and they're just head over heels for racing, and it's, uh, it's awesome to be part of that team. Logan, you, you talk about, um, and we had Jacob on last night, and he talked about the depth of the team. You guys now both have two mechanics working on each of your cars and the engine program. That's That's got to be a luxury that three years ago or five years ago, you're thinking, we could never get to that stage. How important is it to have good people and, 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 and that depth to your team now? Now, those guys do a, a fantastic job. You know, Ron, Ron Helmick, Ben Whitman on my car, Tyler Garber, he's been around for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, Lucky McDonoghue from he's came over from Australia here for a couple months. Uh, uh, Jeff Spaulding's he comes you know back and forth runs some errands for us. Comes out for a couple weeks and, and helps. And uh, my grandfather you know 75 years old he still gets his hands dirty. You know we're just in the pits you know <laughs> starting the motor up and checking the time and pulling spark plugs out and he's down on his hands and knees. You know it's like dude chill out let me do it I can do it. But uh, it's it's awesome when you have guys like that in their in your corner. They work really hard, and like I said, Michael Newman uh, back in Hanover, PA, building engines for us. Uh, you know he never stops night and day either. So uh, we have a great team, great you know family atmosphere. It's our, our we are a family-based team, and uh, just a little bit everywhere. Everybody has their part in it. That's great stuff. Bill Dryden has been in, only involved in the sport for what two years, a year and a half. Um, what has their response been to the feedback they've gotten to be involved in sprint car racing? It's been over the top. I think one of the things they got involved with uh, was to be able to, to go from their footprint of the Northeast. So they got involved with the National Series, the National Tour. Just talk about Logan. He's won four races this year. Yeah. We've won in California. He's won in Texas. He's won in North Carolina. He's won in North Dakota. And nice. we're, we're, a key we're a company that's out, <laughs> uh, you know, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia. So we're trying to get out there. So we're here today. We're out here sponsoring this event with you guys yeah. because we're looking for distributors in Minnesota, the upper Midwest, we'll be out West. So uh, it's been phenomenal. It's almost like this race team this year, you know, it's, we're involved with it. They're finding their groove. They're hitting their stride. They're, they're reaching it. And it's same with riding. It's like, how quickly can we get distributors and get people out here? So as Steve said, buyer products get out there, but uh, it's been phenomenal. It's been a great partnership and, and riding so excited about the, the future that we have with the race team, with the series, with the sport, uh, with MRN, everybody we're involved with. It is. It's, it's, it's exciting. It really is. Logan, when you look at, uh, when you look at uh, tonight, tomorrow night here uh, at the Jackson Motorplex, uh, what types of things do you bring out of last night to, to into tonight to, to, to get yourself in a better spot, get yourself locked in and run for $41,000 tomorrow night? Uh, well, last night was pretty wet. I don't think yeah, we'll see the same conditions so. today. It's pretty, pretty hot out. Uh, I'm hoping we see a different track. But I, I don't know. I'd like, to, I'd like to have that track over again. We didn't have the greatest night last night. We were good early. We weren't good in the future. I was pretty tight. I couldn't turn very well, but uh, it's it's not good. But your points going each night, so I, I'd like to have that night over again. But we're not, so we'll see what we can. We'll change some things around. See if we can make it better for tonight and and put ourselves in a better position for tomorrow. 
It's great stuff. Bill, on, on a more personal note, you've been around this sport for a long time. You've represented drivers, sponsors. What is it like now to be a stepdad? It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome because, uh, <laughs> yeah. as you mentioned, not only stepdad, but husband. My great wife's out yeah. here, and she's a big part of what we do here as well. So uh, it, it's great. It's, uh, I've had an opportunity to climb the ladder. I've had the opportunity to see success at the highest level when you're standing victory lane with the Kingsroy with Steve Kinzer and you see his excitement being at the Knoxville Nationals and the things that I've won and when I first started won historical big ones with Dale Blaney, Kevin Gobrick, so you've won all the big races but it's awesome to be working with this guy That's right cool. here because he has all the talent in the world he's going to be one of the best there ever was and uh, I get to kind of enjoy the ride not only as a stepdad but someone's trying to help him out a little bit so her and I have a great opportunity here and uh, it's awesome, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not only glowing from being on Wing Nation for the first time, but just this oh, opportunity that we've got here. You're so knocking it's it awesome, out here. Man. I mean, we Seriously. may just cancel the rest of the I, show. I mean, yeah, we might just, you know, we got Pittman and Madsen over here. We might just send those guys. I mean, we got Bill Klingbill. Woo! Ah, you know what I mean? Bill, um, how, uh, the, my question is this, okay? Five or six years ago, we heard about Scruffy going to take those boys on the road. Yeah. And yep. gonna go do World of Outlaw racing, and it was met with everything from Scruffy's the only man on the planet that could do it, or he's finally lost his mind. Right? Okay? No, absolutely. I don't know where you were at in the the relationship with Dana, or where you were at in that, but is it amazing? And now seeing it so close, what Bobby has done here? It's awesome. You know, he says never give up, and uh, nobody gave him a chance. His, his buddy Marty Thompson said, Bob, this is the way you got to do it. You got to get these boys out on the road. The only way you're gonna be able to make it do it is get out there and, and, and do it. They went out on the road with one road, one motor each, and half half of a spare. And they were pulling in, they were doing whatever they can. And now you see him, just like we just talked about, he's back there, you know, still messing around with the cars. But, but for me, personally seeing it, the growth and the experience and the enjoyment that he has, that's what it's all about. It's incredible the, the amount of work that these guys put in. And, and that's what's great about it is they appreciate every step of the way because of how hard it's taken to get here. We saw Bobby in the hotel when we checked in. He was checking the weather out. Okay? <laughs> I heard yesterday or this morning leaving the hotel, someone had lost a credit card, and he was calling and trying to <laughs> confirm about this. So the joys of team ownership, it never ends, but there's no one better than Scruffy doing it, Bobby Allen. Uh, Logan's grandfather doing that. Logan, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we wish you the best here tonight and tomorrow night. Yeah, like always. Thanks for having me. I enjoy it. Oh, and Bill, what a debut. I'll I tell mean, you what, had a good time. Yeah, had a good absolutely. time. Thank we you. Appreciate, appreciate Dryden's partnership. No problem. It's great do. to be part of it. Thank Thanks you. for all you guys do for us. All right, appreciate all right. It. How about it for Logan Schuart? Bill Klingbill joining us. We're going to step away when we come back. The Madman, Kerry Madsen, and Darren Pittman. They're in the house. They join us next. ADCO Jackson Operations is proud to partner with Jackson Motorplex to provide Massey Ferguson and Challenger tractors to aid in track preparation at the Jackson Motorplex. A full line of tractors along with our Road Gators and Terra Gators are produced just down the street in our state-of-the-art manufacturing facility. ADCO is also proud to be the title sponsor for the 41st Annual ADCO Jackson Nationals. No matter your destination, you can expect more with Featherlight. Pioneering the way toward dependable hauling for over 45 years, Featherlight has an aluminum trailer for you. Featherlight trailers come with innovative features and incredible versatility that make hauling your race cars, ATVs, motorcycles, horses, livestock, or other cargo easy year-round. Find your Featherlight fit for you today. Go to FTHR.com to find your local Featherlight dealer or to see what's new in the Featherlight lineup. Since the dawn of American industry, Drydeen was there as the country built its first roads, laid the blocks of its factories, and spanned rivers with new bridges and rails. Today, with Drydeen's all technology, we instill this heritage into every Drydeen oil, lubricant, fluid, and DEF product we make. Drydeen is a tradition of performance with 21st century technology. Drydeen, official motor oil of the world of outlaws and always American owned and operated. Visit drydeen.com for more information. This is Minnesota Mafia Wayne to Nation presented by Drydeen from the 41st annual Agco Jackson Nationals. Live from the Miller Lite stage at Jackson Motorplex, here are Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. Welcome back. The crowd is gathering. The storm clouds cleared out of here yesterday, and we are set for a big night of racing and a big weekend. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post, if you're here at Jackson, and we have Wing Nation gear, hats, T-shirts, stickers right down here by the stage. You can come down and get them. We don't sell them during the show, so if you want to get a chance to get some of that Wing Nation gear, you can do it, or you can, of course, get it at wingednation.com. Let's go right back to it. we got a couple more drivers rolling their way in. 
guy that drives the Roth Enterprises number 83 car off to a great start this season. So solid. Darren Pittman's in the house. Hey, man, how are you? Good. Always good to be here. Always good to talk to you. Always good to catch up with you. Alongside, drives the Agco number two car, the Madman, Kerry Madsen. How are you, man? Good, man. Good to see you, man. How's things? Uh, going well. That's cool. That is cool. Darren, speed this year. I know anytime you go with a new team, and, and really even with established teams, sometimes you come out of the gate and you have no speed. Sometimes you come out of the gate and you have good speed. How do you feel about it? Because it looks like your car has been fast pretty much most of the year. Hiccup or two, but it looks like you've had a fast race car. Yeah, started off great. Uh, lost the speed, fell off the wagon, I don't know how, for a <laughs> while. Uh, but uh, I think we've uh, kind of got it going in the right direction here over the last couple weeks. So uh, I think last night was our fifth top five in a row, which, uh, you know, for the month that we had prior to that uh, is a great turnaround yeah. for us. So um, happy with the direction we're going and uh, excited about the, uh, you know, the big races that are coming up and obviously starting this weekend. Carrie, we had a chance to catch up with you earlier at Agco, but one of the things we talked about was this year you kind of have a new group around you. Um, talk about your season. I know you've dodged the rain like everybody else. Uh, yeah, we've got all new people in the crew, so it's just like a whole new uh, team again. Um, I feel like we're on the on the on the on the verge of being real quick. We're just uh, struggling to put the whole night together at the moment. But we've had some great opportunities, and um, I'm like with Darren. I'm pretty excited for the rest of the season, and uh, I think we're going to be on point. Now, Darren, of course, runs the world of all on NOS Energy Drinks Tour. Kerry, uh, one of the things that you you mentioned that as you've dodged the raindrops, it has given you a chance to get out to Pennsylvania. It's given you a chance to do that. How do you determine that? How does that how does that work when you're running a outlaw schedule how does is, is it is it really the weather radars and that sort of thing yeah just sit, sit and watch all your weather apps watch the weather channel then call yeah. call todd and say hey i think it's going to rain can we go out here and he goes yeah off you go so uh, it was wow. good that we got to do that for a couple of weeks and uh, got us up to speed a lot quicker than we would have if we kind of stayed around the midway you know around this sort of region yeah not racing that's cool yeah. Yeah. Darren, you, had, you mentioned your top five last night, but one thing I wanted to ask you about was the, the dash redraw. Mm. You know, how difficult is that some nights when you, you draw eight? You're in the dash, so it's great, but the track last night was pretty fast, pretty heavy still. So is that kind of like, I mean, the dash redraw is pretty important. Y you know, it, it's a long season, and yeah. you're going to draw as many ones as you do eights, and that's the only thing you can look at it. So yeah. It, it doesn't, uh, I don't, I honestly don't get upset over a dash draw, um, over a, uh, a pill draw for qualifying. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I, we, I, you know, I've done this a long time. So yeah. mentally, uh, I think, you know, as a driver, you just have to focus on things you can control and mm -hmm. the things that are out of your control, you just have to let be. So uh, at some point, uh, you've got to pass all the good cars anyway and or stay ahead of them. So, you know, it is what it is. If you're in the dash, it's another chance to get on the racetrack, try something with your race car. And, uh, you know, when you draw bad, maybe those are the better times to, you know, throw something at it that maybe you wouldn't if you were starting on the pole. So uh, you just roll with the punches and, uh, you know, you never know the next night you might draw the one three nights in a row or you might draw an eight three nights in a row. Yeah. It just, it is what it is. Yeah, but okay, so you draw an eight last night, but I don't even know how long it took you to get the fourth. You you what? must have made some moves there at the beginning. How did you get the fourth so quickly? Well, they just moved out of the way. They were nice enough to just let me go on by. So Does that happen? <laughs> I mean, we got to fourth early, but, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, Brad got to, you know, he started seventh in, in the dash and got to sixth, and, and I think he actually fell to eighth at the start of the race and then drove up to win. So, yeah. um, at the end of the day, it's not where you start. It, yeah. It's where you finish, and you got to have a car for, uh, you know, we were really good at the beginning of that race. I think helped us get right to fourth. Uh, and then started to struggle as the race went on. So, uh, you know, we've just got to, you know, have a little bit better car at the end of the race. Right. And, Kerry, speaking of passing cars, I believe you were the hard charger last night. But we had, uh, going back to our earlier conversation today, one of the things I thought we need, that we talked about was sometimes when you start in the back, it's more fun because you only have one way to go. Yeah, that's right. And you just sort of, you push hard the whole way and you, know, you just go for it. You yeah. know, you might put a throw a set up in or whatnot. But uh, it's always enjoyable when you've got a good car and you can sort of charge out from the back and do some fun lines and stuff, yeah. One of the, well, Kerry, one of the topics that we always talk about when we come here is, is this place, this facility, Todd Quaring, also your team owner. So Todd's passion for sprint car racing, can you describe that? Uh, I mean, I don't think I, I just visually look at I know, it. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, it's like, it's, it, it, you know the man. We see the building. You know the man, though. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just, uh, it's a lot of fun to be in the team at the moment. I've really enjoyed the last couple of years driving for yeah. Todd. Uh, just enjoyed the, the, the whole sort of philosophy here and just go race and do your best. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Mm. 
High school. Darren, you, with the 83 car this year, you've had a lot of different rides and you, know, you had your own team way back yeah. in the day. Um, what is it like to, to step into a new role and try to get the, the team to gel quickly? A new crew chief, different, different maybe products, chassis, mm -hmm. things that you do? Yeah, I think, you know, every year, I've been doing it a long time, so you have, you know, a, a different role with every team that you're with, yeah. um, you know, to some degree. So I think, uh, you know, every aspect of whether or not you just drive and worry about your tear-offs or whether or not you, you know, do everything from ordering parts to, you know, hotel reservations, uh, you know, set up or what. So I've kind of been on every end of the spectrum and, and I'm kind of somewhere in the middle uh, with this team as well. But it's, uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I, I enjoy a new challenge, um, especially after, uh, you know, it came off a little bit of a, uh, a tough season last year and, and not performing as well as, you know, obviously that team, uh, you know, has expected to, to run over the last several years. So, um, you know, definitely needed to, you know, step up my game and, and my performance and, and do a better job. And, and a lot of that goes with, you know, how good you get your race car out on the racetrack. So um, I've enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun and, and have been happy that they've, you know, given me a little more free reign to uh, be a lot more involved with the team. But uh, from a personnel standpoint, we've got a, we've got, a, honestly, I had some really good teams with the nine uh, between Kale and Michael Carver and Colton Galson. Uh, you know, and then really this team is, is really solid from top to bottom. So um, our tire guy right now is it could be a crew chief for pretty much any car in, in, in the pit area. So uh, it's a lot of fun to show up and know that you've got three really solid, experienced uh, crew members that uh, are working hard to uh, get us in victory lane. Is it, is it, I, we were talking, uh, I think on Tuesday's show, we were talking about, I said, it's just like with, and we were talking about Brad and just it's the routine. You come in, you do this, you do that, you do that. Is it, is it that way as you've gotten this team up to speed where everyone knows where everyone's supposed to be and, and getting everybody so that y he knows what you're doing, you know what he's doing? Is, th is that where you're at with this team, or is that is that where a good team needs to be at? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think we're there. I mean, yeah. uh, I can come in and, and tell Brent uh, what I'm thinking, and, and he can say, yeah, you're right, or no, I'm telling you, you're wrong. And, and I've really got to where I trust his input on yeah. what he's seeing, and then we can make a decision together as far as what we need to do to get better. Uh, but having somebody watch your car and and really confirm or tell you, you know, what you're feeling is is right or wrong, honestly, is about as important as having a, a, a you know, is probably more important than having just a good crew chief that uh, does everything on his own. So I think, you know, anybody can testify that uh, having that second set of eyes that, you know, as drivers, we get confused. We go out there and, and we can think something's happening. And uh, honestly, the exact opposite is what it looks like. So. Um, I think we're on the same page. Our communication just continues to get better and better every race. And uh, like I said, excited the direction we're headed. Good stuff. Kerry, you've run the Outlaw Tour in the past, and now, now you're off it and running an Outlaw, a true Outlaw type of schedule. <laughs> what is the difference when you come to a race like this and you haven't been on the Tour, you're not in the grind of it? Uh, the competition. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're you, you know you're going to have to come here and step up your game to the highest level if, if you're going to do well. As simple as that. I mean, the competition and the, gets tougher and tougher all the time. Um, but when you come to an outlaw show, especially for the first few ones in early the year, you know, you've got to be on your A game, bring your best game. I mean, as simple as that. Well, it is. It's, it, it, it is for sure. We asked you this question, but I want to follow up with our larger audience here. Uh, your paint scheme, your design on your car, pretty neat the way you guys came up with it. And, and just, just relay the story last fall before you left for Australia, how you guys came up with this paint scheme. Yeah, I left to go to a race in Australia for a month or two, and uh, I sort of said, you know, I need to up the paint scheme a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'd, I'd, I'd seen on uh, social media in January or something that, that they got the new concept and thought it looked fantastic. And uh, it's all Todd and Luke. They sort of did it all on their own. That's their own design. And... Um, I think it looks fantastic. And, uh, the, red, the red wheels. Mm. I mean, well, Darren used to have white wheels, so that was different <laughs> yeah. too, but the red wheels. The yeah, red I, I think we might set a trend. I might see some different color wheels here in the future of everyone. It's, <laughs> I don't know, it's like kind of fun. It makes it, uh, I think it needs it to make it pop a little bit. Otherwise, it would just be another kind of black car out there. So um, I think the red really makes it pop and stand out. And we've had nothing but uh, excellent feedback from everyone for the, for the aesthetics of it. So. Looks yeah. good. Yeah. Right. Hands down, one of my favorite cars this year. It, 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 it is, is a, a cool-looking car. car. Badass so, car, for sure. yeah. Now, Darren, you have another type of race coming oh, up tomorrow morning. I going to get here. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I'm ready. Darren is running the 5K tomorrow morning with Steve Post 9. Hopefully, some of you will join. That's right. Absolutely. So, are you, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'm going to get. And I was as ready a month ago as I'm going to get. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how I got roped into that, uh, Doug. You know, honestly, it's a lot of fun to come to this event. 
truthfully, just to see what it has evolved. And I don't think, you know, the people that are just listening and not here, you know, one thing I think that is really important, I don't, I don't think anybody realizes how much rain we had yesterday morning. Sure. And honestly, as nice as this place is, and as good as they've done from top to bottom, like there's probably less than five racetracks in the country that we could have raced at yesterday, sure. period, with the amount of rain we had. And so for them to have a race and put on as good a show as we did and build this event to what it is, yeah. um, honestly, uh, it, it's fun to just be a part of and you know participate in some of these things that they're doing to try to build it up because you know, as racers, we appreciate the money that we're racing for, and, and we want to do everything we can to try to help build these events so that they are marquee and, and continue to get bigger and better every year. So tomorrow you'll see me uh, <laughs> run a 5K. I'm not saying it'll be impressive, but uh, I, I've always been a little bit of a runner, but uh, I, I work out a lot in the wintertime and run a lot. But uh, as racing gets going, that's pretty much what keeps me in shape. So uh, it won't be a record pace, that's for sure. <laughs> it's the first annual 5K fun run or walk. Okay, so if you're joining us here, if you're in Jackson, yeah, there, there's going to be some people that are going to run this quickly. I will not be one of them, and you can walk right along with us because these are fun events. It's $20, and it all goes, and this is what's so neat about it, Jackson's Racing Hall of Fame, they're working on getting a building, and this is one of the greatest causes that we can support. So come out, meet right down at the Red Building uh, between 8 and 9. We leave at 9 o'clock. Darren's going to lead the charge here, <laughs> and we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a blast. So, um, and, then, and that's what I said. I said, Aaron, earlier before I knew Darren was there, I said, Aaron's going to run the 5K, then she's going to wait 30 minutes and see me finish my 5K. <laughs> Darren will be in that category, too. So, Carrie, are you in or not? Uh, I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sounds like a yes unfair, to me. That's, uh, a, that's, uh, an, unfair, that's, a, that's an unfair <laughs> question. <laughs> I think i got to run to the shop in the morning. <laughs> I think Craig's in, though, right, Craig? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a, we're having, it's going to be a ball. It's part of this fun weekend, and it is a great weekend up here. All kinds of activities going on, all kinds of fun. Gentlemen, we appreciate the time. Kerry, Cheers. as always, hanging out, talking with you. Thanks for joining us. The best of luck here tonight and tomorrow night. Thanks. You got it. Darren, as thanks always, you. thanks for your time. We'll see you in the morning. Yep, sounds good. <laughs> there we go. How about that? Darren Pittman joining. We mentioned the events here. Okay, listen to this. 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, the Jackson Lion Club's pancake breakfast. We did the pancake breakfast this morning. You should have seen Erin. She was catching pancakes. They were what? flying up through the air, and she was <laughs> catching up. We've got the 5K at 9 o'clock. The Jackson Racing Hall of Fame exhibit is in the red building from 10 to 6. We've got uh, bad uh, beanbag tournaments going on. Uh, there's meet and greet sessions with all of the Jackson Racing Hall of Famers. So it is a big, big weekend and a great, great time. And we need to have you join us here at Jackson. If you're not joining us here at Jackson this year, we need to have you put it on your calendar and join us next year. This program is brought by Wikers Livestock, by Can-Am, by the Minnesota Mafia, by Drydeen, and by Featherlight. We need to step away when we come back. More drivers from here, the Miller Lite Stage in Jackson. Where are all the Can-Am ATVs and side-by-sides coming from? I see a lot of people riding Can-Ams around the lakes area and surrounding towns. Jaycox Implement and Lake Park must be offering free test drives in all their Can-Am in-stock inventory. Jaycox and Lake Park is selling a ton of these units. It makes sense, you know, because when owning a Can-Am, the ride says it all. They also offer all accessories to customize your Can-Am ride. Test drive one today. In-stock and ready to rock. Jaycox Implement in Lake Park, Iowa. Todd's Beer Cave is located in Rock Rapids, Iowa, and it's Northwest Iowa's largest beer cave. Todd's Beer Cave is your one-stop shop for beer, liquor, and Iowa lottery tickets. You can always find handmade breakfast pizzas, burritos, and more served fresh daily. Stop in on your way to the track and fill up with Shell quality fuels or access their 24-hour pumps. Todd's Beer Cave in Rock Rapids, Iowa is a proud sponsor of the Jackson Motorplex and Jody Rosenboom Racing. This is Minnesota Mafia Wayne to Nation, presented by Drydeen from the 41st Annual Agco Jackson Nationals. Live from the Miller Lite stage at Jackson Motorplex, here are Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. All right, we're here in the beer gardens. Everyone here? Everyone ready? All hands on deck? You can cheer for these drivers, you know. <laughs> There we go. All right. It is great. We've got a great crowd gathered around here. Here's one of the things with Jackson is we've got this great beer garden, but one of the areas right under the grandstands where the shade is, and I'm looking, there's hundreds of people hanging out down there, and they've got us blaring through all the speakers. So those of you listening, not here in the beer garden, we appreciate you being here at Jackson as well, and, of course, all of you on Facebook Live. 
and on wingnation.com. Aaron Everham and Steve Post, it is Minnesota Mafia Wing Nation presented by Dry Dean. Let's go right back to it. We've got a couple more drivers here. Driving, uh, joining us now from the state of Pennsylvania, Brett Marks is here. Hey, man, how are you? I'm doing good. It's good uh, to be out here. Good to, good to see you. Alongside Shane Stewart. Hey, Shane, how's it going? Good. How are you? I am well. The last time I talked to you, now Aaron might have talked to you in Nashville since. Yes. Okay, yep. the last time I talked to you, you were pulling your hair out with a motor coach. You got that all fixed now? Is that back and running? Hey, listen, still? Uh, <laughs> so I made a, I put a tweet out that we're fixed, ready to rumble, ready to go back on the highway, okay. and it broke down again. No. So. Don't, I will never, ever, ever post anything else about my motor home. Okay. So but it's fixed. But it's fixed. Right now, it's fixed. <laughs> yeah. When you when you left it to come over here, it was still operating. For well, well, I was actually doing an interview with you guys. I don't know if you were on the show. I was talking was to you, and I was dropping yeah. it off, and that was a month ago. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's a, yeah. yeah, so it was down and out for a couple of weeks. And uh, unfortunately, with our schedule, not to go off here, but unfortunately with our schedule, it's really hard to find people that will work on them and help us. And, yeah, um, that makes sense. and so we have to rely on friends and, and that friend has to tell us where another guy is. And uh, that's when it's really good to have friends because <laughs> I heard Pittman uh, was a good mo motorhome mechanic. Well, we bounce, you know, uh, so J Jason Johnson and I used to do that all the time. We, yeah. we would very rarely talk about racing. It was always motorhome problems. <laughs> and now Darren and I do the same and we have the similar to the uh, same coach. And um, anytime I have an issue, I kind of tell him to, hey, look, you know, heads up if this ever happens to you so it doesn't cost you a lot of money like it did me. <laughs> but it's all good. It, honestly, on, like, on days like this, uh, weekends like this, it's, uh, I, don't, I can't imagine not having a motorhome. So yeah, it's we, nice to have. We actually, we actually saw your family uh, over at the Pancake the feed this morning so yep. they were in there your little girl and your wife and uh, it was it was cool so yep. it is neat so brent you want to build a race team you want to get this team built up so you have motor coaches everything this is or maybe not right <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i already have enough headaches having my own team so the logistics just, of it has got to be yeah. I, I think i think we look and we see you guys race and we figure man that's got to be a job of glamour that's got to be a fun job we've heard these poor guys talk about it but you as a team owner and building a team and getting up and down the highway and the challenges it has got to be it's it's a challenge it is uh you know i'm 20 years old and i wear a hat 24 7 to cover up my gray hair now so <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it has been stressful but um you know it's uh it's also very very rewarding when yeah. we do well so uh no i wouldn't i wouldn't trade it for anything in the world for sure shane you mentioned nashville and you had a huge win there uh talk about your season cjb was new to you at the beginning of the year but you and barry have you you've headed off yeah, we're, we're, you know, we started uh, off really strong in Volusia and, and uh, kind of uh, fell off the, the earth there for a minute. And, um, you know, Barry, um, I always refer to Barry as kind of kind of an old school mechanic. And, and um, you know, sometimes those guys kind of get set in their ways. And he has great notes, but it was with uh, another driver. Yeah. So then I come into the picture, uh, I don't necessarily drive like, like David did, and, and so now he's trying to have to rethink the way he does uh, setups with the race car, and um, I've put a few more gray hairs on his head like, <laughs> like Brent has, but um, we're getting there. You know, our motor program uh, was off a little bit, uh, and we're starting to get on the other side of that, and um, we're starting to qualify better, and, and our competition is so stiff that a lot of uh, our nights boil down to those first two laps of the evening, and, and um, we're, 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 we're getting better. We're getting better. Shane, uh, Aaron and I were sitting here about an hour ago before the show started, and Brownie came up, and he was just talking about how every detail is so important with how tight the competition. You talked about your motor program was off just a little bit. Can you just kind of address how tight and tough the competition is right now on the World of Outlaw Tour? Well, it used to be tenths, and now it's hundredths yeah. uh, when it comes to qualifying. And honestly, if you're off, off a couple of hundredths, uh, it'll put you out of that inversion. Uh, and, you know, on like programs like here where we have a big car count where the, where, the, where the split is, where the qualifying field is split, you have to be in the top four uh, of your group to be on the front row of your heat race. Now, I mean, if you get yourself on the second row of your heat race, you, you typically have a good shot at trying to make the dash. But if you're not on those first two rows, it's, you're just not going to do it. Like, I mean, it happens very rarely. Uh, some guys get a little luck uh, in their heat races from time to time. But generally, if you're not on those first two rows of your heat race, you're not going to make the dash. And, and typically, the way things have been going 
last year and, and more so this year, if you're not in the dash, you're not going to have a shot at winning the race. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Brent, speaking yeah. of competition level, you've only been on the road a few years. How difficult is it for you when you come to a track, even like Jackson, you've probably been here a few times now, but you still only get like three laps of hot laps. And then you've got to go out there and put two of your best laps of the night down. How difficult is that? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's very difficult. And just like Shane was saying, the competition's so close. And uh, if you don't position yourself, your, your, sh your chances of winning that race that night are, are, are pretty slim. So um, it, it is really hard. And, you know, I've been keeping the best notes I can. But it seems like every time we come back, tracks are just a little bit different, you know. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, but it's just it's really hard. But like Shane says, you know, uh, Barry has a notebook that he's built up over years time. And he can kind of go back and relate this track might have been this way, you know, four years ago or whatever, but, you know, my notebook's not quite that big, so. Uh, <laughs> working it's just, on it. Yeah, I'm working on it, so it, it just uh, makes it difficult, and then it makes it also very hard when you come to racetracks that you constantly struggle at, you know, like for me, this place seems to be, you know, a, an issue for me, and I just uh, struggled here back in 17 and, and last year and um, last night as well, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really hard, and but you just got to stay positive and keep working hard and, and uh, do the best you can. Give it 110% every time you hit the racetrack and, and things will eventually, you know, start going your way. Yeah, but how tough is that to stay? Because this sport, you're going to get your teeth kicked in more than you're going to win. Okay? Yeah. That's just, and yeah, that's the real. And, that's, and that's, that's Donnie Schott's Brad Sweet. They lose more than they win. Okay? As, as you go through this and you have nights like last night or you have something on the horizon, you say, oh, here we go to Jackson again. How do you maintain that or how do you, how do you, how do you manage that? For me, I think it was more of uh, me, me getting older and a little bit more mature and then also being out here and dealing with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm able to deal with it better. You know, when I hit the tour in 17, you know, I was down and out a lot, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, I felt like I ran competitively against the outlaws when I did race with them and, you know, years before that and even going back home and racing Pennsylvania, we always seem to be top five car, but... Uh, you know, when you go out and look at, uh, see new racetracks and then you struggle and nothing you do, yeah. you know, back home works at those racetracks, it, it, it really makes it hard. But um, I've been working hard the last year and a half to um, have a better attitude no matter what and just uh, stop dwelling on things and just look forward and keep trying to progress and, and get better. And, and Shane, Brent's talking about the mental side of the sport. You've been around it for a long time, but how hard is it, especially as a young driver, to, to keep your confidence up with the competition level like it is and continuing to travel around the country where there's great competition wherever you're going? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't – it's kind of hard to, for me to relate to the young side of things. Um, I think we have some guys out here on the road full-time that are doing a really good job at their age. Um, I, you know, I didn't get that opportunity when I was their age to come out here and race full-time with Outlaws, so – it was really late in my career where I was able to come out here and be competitive. But, um, you know, it's, it's hard. Like, I, I, you know, I get asked that question a lot. Like, what's the best advice you give to a, a young guy that's wanting to make it out here? And it's just a lot of it's luck, a lot of it's timing. And uh, if you ever get that shot, you gotta, you got to be able to take advantage of it. And, and there's been some guys that's been able to do that and, and progressed really well in their career. And, um, it's just tough. Like, it's it's hard to explain how hard the World of Outlaw Tour is. Uh, and like Steve said, you just you get your your teeth kicked in way more than you 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 feel good about the night. And honestly, there's some nights where you don't win, uh, and it feels like a victory. Yeah. Uh, just just because of how tough it is. And those are the little things that you can take from each night and try to try to you know like like Brent said, you got to try to look at the positive sides you know more than the negative sides because yeah. if you continue to look at the negative sides it's gonna it's gonna eat you up but it's just a tough sport man it's a tough way to make it a is. living but it is uh the competitive side and everybody out here um you know i think that's what keeps everyone coming back for more and more those nashville moments those nashville moments <laughs> yep. exactly that is it did you celebrate in nashville at all we did. My, <laughs> whole, my whole team did, yeah. actually. Even oh, that's Barry, right. That's right. right. Even, that's right. You told us even Barry Barry was double fisting beer. So wow. Was, well, it's Nashville, baby. It that's was, a, you know, that was, that's a really cool um, place to hang out after race. And, and it's good to, to see the Outlaws venturing into new markets. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> happy that, uh, that that race went off well and they had a huge crowd. And winning it was, was a bonus. But 
uh, we all had a good time. That sounds good. Sounds good. Gentlemen, we appreciate your time. Brent, always good to hang out. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. Appreciate it. Figure this place out tonight. Thanks. Yeah, I'm try. <laughs> no pressure. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Thank Shane, you. thanks for joining us, man. Shane Stewart and Brent Marks. Let's step away. We've got more drivers coming up. Yeah, exactly. You can cheer for them. Oh, my gosh. There's a legend in the house. Look at, look at this. Legendary flagger Doug Clark is in the house. Man, oh, man, we got all, you know it's a big one when all the big hitters are here. Hey, this show's brought to you by Agco, by Casey's General Store, by Todd's Beer Cave, by TL Racing, and by J.D. Welding. When we come back, Gio Selzy and Trey Starks, they join us next. Weikert's Livestock Incorporated, located just west of historic Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, has over 65 years' experience buying and selling cattle. We buy and sell quality feeder cattle from the Shenandoah Valley through the mountains of West Virginia. For more information, call us at 717-642-8412. And don't forget next year's Bob Weikert Memorial Race over the Memorial Day weekend at the Speed Palace, Port Royal Speedway in Port Royal, Pennsylvania. Meet the new Casey's.com. Whether you're at home or on the go, you're always one fast click away from a Casey's pizza. Try the new Casey's.com today. The easier, faster, friendlier way to order pizza. Instilled with Drydeen's heritage of performance, Drydeen Diesel All Def is built for the demands of today's diesel engines. Drydeen Diesel All Def is perfect for owners and operators of on-road and off-road diesel trucks and cars that now require diesel exhaust fluid. Drydeen. Official motor oil and official diesel exhaust fluid of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. And as always, American-owned and operated. Visit drydean.com for more information. This is Minnesota Mafia, Wayne to Nation, presented by Drydean from the 41st Annual Agco Jackson Nationals. Live from the Miller Lite stage at Jackson Motorplex, here are Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. We are having a ball. Our fans are having a ball here, too. Look, all oh, the penalty boxes. Oh, there's the Minnesota. There's Calvin Knapp from Pennsylvania. Oh, my gosh. The penalty box. The Minnesota Mafia is here. The gang is all here, and we are having a great time. We're glad you joined us. It is Minnesota Mafia Wing Nation, presented by Drydeen. Some of our regular Wing Nation partners, Sage Fruit, Hercules Tires, Drydeen, Red Brand Friends, Weld Racing, Classic Ink, Screen Printing, Embroidery. We need to mention, if you're here, we've got T-shirts available right here beside the stage. We appreciate Kate, uh, Kate Madsen here, helping us out. Uh, she, she's, uh, she's our pinch hitter. We had uh, some, some problems with our normal person, and, well, we don't have any normal people. Uh, maybe Kate's our normal <laughs> yeah. person now, but we, uh, but we appreciate Kate normal being here. Normal is a relative term with this crew. And uh, speaking of... Uh, well, speaking of normal, I don't know what we got here. When, when the two guys come on the stage and said, whose brilliant idea was it to partner us together? Yeah. I'm not sure where this is going. We'll start off right here next to me, Gio Selzy. Hey, man, how are you? I'm good, yeah. Sometimes we seem to uh, do stupid things together, this so hopefully we try and keep it to, a, to a minimum out here. <laughs> okay, and Trey Stark, so what's the stupidest thing? You, Trey Stark, so how are, I've got to greet you. How's it going? Are you oh, good? I'm doing great. Okay, so what's the craziest, stupidest thing you two have done together? Oh, I, there's well, I nothing specific. <laughs> we just, everything we do together is stupid. Yeah, every really? idea yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're Getting, getting to buying something stupid, yeah, so uh -huh. we're getting yeah. dumber as we go. Yeah. So, really? Yeah, so you're not improving? We're on an uphill climb with stupid stuff. We don't so. learn. We yeah. don't, we don't learn. learn. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Now, both of you are always traveling all over the country. How do you have time? Like, where are you, are you racing together? How are you spending time together? Well, when we mess up, we <laughs> like to do stupid things, so uh, it's, a, it's a holiday when we end up racing together. Exactly, nice. yeah. I think last year, obviously, he was in Pennsylvania more, and, and I kind of made my way to Pennsylvania. So now that he's here, I'm kind of trying to run in the Midwest a little bit more. So mm -hmm. see if we can you meet up You somewhere. made your way to Pennsylvania and went in there and spanked him there in yeah. the world of outlaws, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Trey, you and we chatted. I chatted, and, and, I, and I came home. Uh, we chatted at Cherokee Speedway, I think, with the USCS race, okay? And I, I, I shared your plan with Aaron, okay? You're in Washington. You live in Washington. You're, you're in Washington. And uh, your crew guy is in Cherryville, North Carolina. Okay, and you're racing in Knoxville, Iowa. <laughs> so one of you is flying east, one of you is flying west. And with this season, with the rain, what has that been like? It seems like we made a dumb decision, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to say it. I mean, you know. Uh, no, yeah, it's, uh, we, it's something we wanted to do. We wanted to, I mean, with uh, me and my brother, um, we uh, ended up starting a business back home. And I kind of told him at the end of the last year, I said, hey, I don't, I don't really care what we do. I don't care where we race, but it's got to be a way for me to get back and forth every week. I've got to be home every week. And, and Jeff said, you know what, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty busy back home. I need to be back home every week, too. So we kind of put this deal together um, with, uh, with Jeff Woodruff. And uh, 
we put this deal together in Knoxville where we, we fly in every week, and uh, our hope was to fly in and race every week, but it really hasn't worked out that way this year. <laughs> you fly in and go to Diggis. Yeah. And we, we fly in, we watch it rain, and then we go back home. I told him I could, if I wanted to watch it rain, I could have just stayed home all You're here. in Washington. You <laughs> yeah. can see it there all the time. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's, so it's been a tough year for sure with rainouts, but it's not just us. It's everybody. Just because we fly in, it doesn't necessarily make it any harder on us. So, you know, everybody's experiencing yeah. the rainouts, so. Um, just been frustrating a little bit for everybody. Um, so uh, we're definitely happy uh, about weekends like this when we get to race three times in a row. For sure. And Gio, you said you, you've been spending a lot of time in the Midwest racing this year, but you're splitting your time. You're driving the 71 Indy Parks race car and then your family team. How difficult I is that to jump back and forth between two different operations? Yeah, I think we try to make it as easy as we can. Obviously, now we have a Maxim car, um, which is kind of mirrored to the 71 operation uh, with my dad's team. So. I'm thankful for that. It kind of makes it easier for me, obviously, translating what I feel from car to car. And, and going to new racetracks like we go to tonight, it kind of makes it easier on me. So, um, you know, Bernie not being here, I'm, I'm on the phone to him trying to help me out. So, um, like I said, it just makes it easier. Obviously, we have a pretty good program with the 71 car. I'm trying to go faster and, and get better and trying, like I said, to translate that to the 41. So it makes it easier kind of having a, a more similar operation between team to team. Gio, when you're looking at a new track like this, okay, how did you prepare? Did you did you look at race tape? Did you talk to people? How did you prepare coming into a place? Because you get a whopping two laps before that most important qualifying lap. How do you prepare for a new place like this? Yeah, I think last year I got a, a taste of that. Everywhere I went was brand new. So well, that's true. Um, yeah. you, you know, uh, you can look at it any way you want to, whether, you know, uh, this track does this, or in the end they're all round and, and, and they're all dirt. So um, they all have a lot of similarities. And, you know, you go to a place like Williams Grove or to Chico or wherever, they're all, you know, um, have their similarities and they're all, you know, you, you try to go into every race with the same mindset, um, whether the track is, is big or small or whatever. Um, you try not to psych yourself out and say, oh, this place does this, or I don't go any good here or whatever, and just try and be open-minded and not be biased anywhere. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to do it. There we go. Sorry, somehow hitting my mic. Trey, uh, we talked about, you know, one, one of you is flying from the West Coast, one's flying from the East Coast. You're trying to run Knoxville. You're dealing with raindrops. Uh, how... How, is it, how hard is it to get into some sort of rhythm? I mean, not only are you not even working out of the same shop, you're not even you're talking long distance phone calls, the whole, the whole gamut. Yeah, it, I mean, it's been, it's been really tough this year. You know, we're, we're coming into a new place where uh, pretty much the only time I ever ran Knoxville before was during the Nationals. So it was, you know, it was a lot different than yeah. local racing. Um, you know, our whole idea behind racing Knoxville in the Midwest this year was to get geared up for the Nationals. Um, but it's tough, you know, when you don't even get really that many more races before the Nationals than you did before. Um, so it's been frustrating, but we're trying to, you know, do as good as we can and get uh, as much knowledge built up for, for Knoxville as we can, even though we don't get very much racing to go. So, um, you know, it's, I was really looking forward to run a ton of races. I, it's been, you know, this is my 10th year racing sprint cars and, uh, you know, 10 rate. Well, this is now, last night was race number 11 for me on the season. And, wow. um, you know, I usually have 20, 30, 40 races in by now. So um, it's, it's a little bit different and uh, it's, it's a little bit frustrating, but there's not really much you can do. Um, we'll just try and, you know, take the races we can get and learn as much as we can before the big show in August. Now, Gio, you're running the family car here. Uh, your brother has done a little change of course, although we, we, we talked about him stepping back and going into the family business. We called him up and he said, whoa, 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 I still have 85 races on my schedule, okay? So he's running more out in California. Uh, do you still follow along? How, how much, how close are you? He's winning some races too. He looks like he's really got that car rolling pretty well out there. Um, how, 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 what's the challenge of staying close to your brother as you guys are way separated by a lot of distance? Yeah, he was actually, uh, he was just calling me right now before I came on here. So oh, yeah. We, we ignored him because he's not important. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we talk pretty much, <laughs> we talk pretty much every day. So, um, you know, obviously being opposite sides of the country and I stay out here a little bit more than he does and he's kind of taking the more grown up route of, of um, <laughs> you know, working in the family business, actually making money, you know, not watching it rain like we do. So, um, you know, we, we try to, we try to stay in touch as much as we can. And whenever we're together, it's, it's funny before he left, he's like, we're not going to see each other for like three weeks. Like, aren't you upset? I'm like, dude, it's going to be three weeks that flies by, you know, we're probably going to have a couple of rainouts between then or, or do something. So um, he, he's racing. I don't think he's racing tonight. He races tomorrow at Placerville and then oh, Sunday right. at Petaluma. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Boy, he's got that car rolling. It's fun to watch. That yeah. is for sure. Guys, we appreciate the time, and uh, I guess we got through this without running it off the rails. <laughs> so I think there's a mission accomplished, Trey. You got uh, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Trey, we wish you the best. We always appreciate the time. Always love the conversations, and uh, <laughs> we wish you the best here uh, tonight as, uh, and, and roll in tomorrow night as well. And don't do many stupid things. Oh. There we go. <laughs> well, we got a lot of no, time left no in the weekend. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Gio, always a pleasure. Thanks, man. Yep, thank you, guys. How about it for Gio Selzy and Trey Starks joining us here on the program? What a 
great, great time. What great young talent we have in the sport. So good stuff. We need to step away. When we Thank come you. back, we're going to talk a little 305 racing. Boy, did you see those guys race last night? Holy cow. Great, great stuff. Some of our other sponsors, Lucas Oil, ASCS National Tour, Miller, or the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, Aggressive Hydraulics, Hefner Racing Products, and Plan B Sales. Stay with us more. Minnesota Mafia Wing Nation coming up in just a moment. JD Welding and Machine is a family-owned and operated DOT cargo tank inspection facility dedicated to quality customer satisfaction and being there when you need us. JD Welding and Machine is your number one source for certified welding, fabrication, and machining services. We've been providing high-quality service for 40 years. We are DOT certified and specialize in tank trailer testing, repair, and maintenance. JD Welding and Machine are proud partners with Brian Brown Racing, where performance and quality come together. Bell Helmets and TL Racing have teamed up to provide trackside sales and service to dirt tracks and racers across the upper Midwest. You'll find the highest level of sales and service for grassroots racing. Look for the TL Racing Bell Helmets trailer at events for service, maintenance, and the ability to do most factory repairs for Bell Helmets on site. TL Racing is an authorized Bell dealer and will have helmets available trackside to ensure a proper fit. For more information, check out at TL Racing LLC on social media or go to bellracing.com. This is Minnesota Mafia Wayne to Nation, presented by Drydeen from the 41st Annual Agco Jackson Nationals. Live from the Miller Lite stage at Jackson Motorplex, here are Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. Aaron, you can tell business is picking up just by looking at the penalty box. <laughs> not as there's, many there's, seats open. Exactly. There's not as many seats open, and I love it. You know, one of the things, it's the penalty box, but it's Minnesota Mafia approved, okay? And I wasn't aware there was an approval ah. process. So uh, but they're approving it right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it looks like they're working on it yes, right now. Yes, one beverage at a time. So uh, we love our guys, our buds from the Minnesota Mafia. Great to see those guys here. And everybody else, what a great crowd. What a yeah. great crowd we had last night here at the race yeah. for a rainy day. Man, I'll tell you what, this place filled in nicely for a Thursday night race. It sure did. And we keep talking about how much this event is growing. But you can you can literally see it. The first year we came here till tonight, there's a huge difference in the crowd. And it's awesome. It is. Great racing. And I'm telling you, we love our 410 guys. And we, we focus so much on 410 racing. And one of the frustrations we have with Wing Nation is there's great 360, 358s in Pennsylvania, 305 racing. But that's what I love about coming to Jackson is we get to see some great 305 racing. And the past two reigning champs are joining us here. The 2017 champ. Always good to have Caleb Johnson on the show. Good to see you again, man. How are you? Good. How are you? Fantastic. And alongside the reigning champ, Shane Fick is in the house. Hey, man, how's things? Good. Real good. That is good. That is great. All right. So, uh, Shane, tell us a little bit about your racing. Tell us a little bit about the 305 program you're working on. And uh, just, just give us a little background. We know this Johnson kid a little <laughs> bit. I don't know much about you. So Just a family-run team uh, backed by some awesome sponsors. You know, we're just out having fun every weekend and just do what we can. Yep. Indeed. Awesome. And Caleb, uh, you ran fourth last night, but you had a good season last year. Obviously the track champion in 2017. Uh, tell us about your year so far. Uh, so far, I think it's been pretty average. Uh, we've had a little bit of struggles here and there, but uh, the main thing is is that when we finish races, we've pretty much been in the top five or top ten most nights, so that's all that matters, really. How are you balancing? I know you've got a 305 program also. How do you juggle that? How do you balance that? What, uh, what, and what determines where you're going and what you're running as you go week by week on this season? Um, well, at the start of the year, we kind of tried to, uh, we wanted to put a little more focus on our 360 program this year, but... Uh, We've had a few problems with that so okay, far, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah, um, I guess we're pretty much, I just need to get laps and we're just trying to race when we can, so. Yeah. Very cool. Shane, we keep talking about how much this event keeps growing. How cool is it for you uh, with the 305 class to be here with this giant crowd and running with the World of Outlaws? It's awesome. It's very appreciative that they, they you know, have the 305s as a sport class and, you know, even when we came three years ago, when it was the first, for my first year in a 305, there's even more younger kids getting involved in it. And I just think that's so awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, it just, it's, it's exciting to see what the future is actually going to hold for, you know, racing. So, in, you, in a total. You talk about your family team. You talk about young guys. You've been doing this for three or four years and young guys coming up to it. Is, is this, where do you aspire? Where, where would you like to see your, your program, your family team, your driving? Where would you like to see yours go? Are you, are you comfortable now or where would you like to see it go? Um, we're pretty content doing what we're doing just because it's, I mean, it's pretty laid back. I mean, we, we obviously are very competitive and we want to do good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'd say we're very content doing what we're doing. I mean, because we come and, 
you know, we can, we can support stuff like this, and it's just fun for the whole family. Nice. Doug, uh, Doug, Doug, Caleb, <laughs> I was just going to talk about your father, Doug. Uh, your father, Doug Johnson, is the, the general manager here. How, uh, how busy does he keep you? Does he, is he, have you running around, running errands for him during the weekend here? Uh, surprisingly not. I don't really do much here, but uh, I, I trust me, I know how busy he is, and uh, luckily he has a lot of great people around him that uh, kind of try and make life easier for him. So. Very cool. Very cool, for sure. You know, you're, you grew up, uh, Caleb, you grew up in a racing family, and, and I know you're very partial because your dad's the general manager here. I get that and everything. But when you sit back and when you see what we have happening this weekend and you see the grandstands like they were last night on a Thursday night and you see, you know, 5K runs and pancakes and everything else, what's, what's your level of pride with just to, just to see what the old man is doing and, and, and know that the old man and, and, and his program is, is, is helping the sport and helping a, a sport that you want to be part of for a lot of years to come. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, whether he knows it or not, I'm, I'm really happy for him. And, yeah. Uh, Cool. I was telling him earlier, it's actually really cool, even on a Thursday night when we're out there on the racetrack and you can see how packed the stands are, it's, it's really cool. So, yeah, I'm definitely very happy for my dad, and uh, hopefully he can keep it going. Yeah, no doubt. Shane, everyone we've talked to tonight at the World of Outlaws drivers talked about the competition level, but I watched that 305 feature last night, and it's, it's really competitive. Talk about just the competition level in, in your series. Um, I would say it's it's as tough as ever been you know we're so close on horsepower everything is you know the same basically it just comes down to having you know a good team you know behind you that you know you kind of know what to do for for me it's tougher on a bigger track you know i'm used to smaller stuff so um but coming here you know last night didn't show a whole lot of speed but you know i just think it, it just takes a lot of track time to get good here so um, yeah. I think, you know, Caleb has had a ton of experience in it, you know, coming here. He's been, I don't know, is this your fifth or sixth year here? Yeah. Fifth. Yeah, yeah. and he just, he's hard to beat. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm, I want to talk T-shirts, okay? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with you, Shane. I see Seafoam on the hat, Seafoam there. I see the Seafoam is sponsoring the Lucas Oil Late Model Tour. So uh, I'm assuming they're one of your partners uh, that you guys work with. What's Seafoam? They are. They, um, it's it's a Minnesota-based company. They they make uh, you know anywhere from like you know lubricants or um, bug wash for your car. You know, get the bugs off oh, off yeah. your windshield and stuff. Yeah. So, and uh, the, the great supporters of racing and uh, and Caleb can can uh, can say that as well. So very very supportive of our team. Okay. So we've talked about your sponsor <laughs> T-shirt. Caleb, what do you got? Beer Hill Gang T-shirt, man, dude, that is that is upright. That's pretty awesome. Where'd you get that? Uh, surprisingly, my dad actually got it for me, so it helps that he knows some people. So I well, I he get, does. I yeah, get we some had, cool stuff every well, once in a while. I just saw Calvin Knapp and Jana. They're from up over in Pennsylvania, and Big Matt was here last year, so the yep. Beer Hill Gang yeah. was in force. I'm sitting down. I said, that kid's got a Beer Hill Gang shirt on. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. That is neat. I'll ask both of you this. When the Outlaws are in town, how do you walk over and kind of check out what they're doing as far as chassis? Are you talking? <laughs> I mean, I would, I would think you'd be over there trying to pick brains and, and spying on their cars. I'm just trying to spy on his car. <laughs> <laughs> Realistic, let's listen. One step at a time, okay? Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's funny. Caleb, do you get a chance to rub shoulders with those guys a little bit and, and, and mix and mingle, or do you stay to your own program, stay in your own uh, place? Yeah, I kind of try to stay to my own program. If anything, I try to just kind of watch them as they race and what their cars are doing, what it's like on the racetrack, yeah. and then kind of make our car try to do the same thing in a way, I guess. So, yeah, I, I kind of try and stay away from it, let them do their thing, and we'll kind of do our own thing. Yeah, now uh, we had Darren Pittman on earlier, and Darren has got another race in the morning, the 5K. <laughs> uh, I understand that you, you're, you're part of the 5K plan in the morning, too. Are you a runner, or will you become one tomorrow morning? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I haven't really put much practice into it, but I guess we're going to give it a whirl. Yeah. Now, there's the downside of having your father as the general manager yeah. of the track. He doesn't have you run errands. He has you run, run a 5K. 5K. Yeah. We're going to have a ball, and we're probably going to do a little stuff if you follow along on our Facebook page with Caleb and with Darren tomorrow before the 5K run. I'd say we do stuff ever, but you don't need to see me just sucking wind for the next <laughs> hour and a half. So it is, it, is, uh, it is what it is. So really, really neat stuff. Well, guys, I'll tell you what. We appreciate uh, the time. Uh, Shane, we wish you the best. I know you. Thank you. you, uh, you I would you finish 15th last night, so yeah. you want to pick it up a little bit? Around there. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it. 15, 16, somewhere in there. Uh, we wish you the best as you Thank move you. forward. But thanks for joining us. Great, great yes. to meet thanks you. Thanks for having me. Exactly. Caleb, always good to see you. Good to see you and appreciate you joining us here on the show. Thanks for having me. There we go. Caleb Johnson and Shane Fick. The last two years, 305 champs and these 305 cars. Man, they get around this place. It is fun to watch. That is for sure. And it is great to see. And Aaron, we're down now. We're just about set to uh, we're about set to uh, get some racing going on yeah, here. Yeah, well, I see you eyeing up that place over there. Yeah, no, I'm looking. <laughs> well, I'm looking. It's a de it's decision time. The beer stand or the penalty box? And, you know, so I know. You know, I mean, both. well, of course, we got smoking button bones over there and cheese curds. So we have got all kinds of decisions to make. Key decisions yeah, that need to be important. made. Very, very important decisions. I tell you, we started off the show talking about. I am so jacked up about what we're going to see tonight with yeah. the racing. I cannot imagine what this is going to be like tonight and tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, I would agree. And I think, you know, the, the rain staying away, the track might be a little wider. I think the racing will be even a little bit more exciting. Oh, my gosh. It is going to be outstanding. That is for sure. Hey, we appreciate so many people that are that are helping us with this program. Uh, again, we appreciate Kate uh, down here selling T-shirts. If you want, she's going to be here for a few more minutes buying, uh, selling the Wing Nation gear. Of course, Craig Moore is our producer. Frank Beers, our director of operations. We really thank Todd Quaring, Doug Johnson, and everyone here at Jackson Motorplex. Yeah. I am telling you, and we uh, we do that. Daryl uh, Smith is our board operator. He's the one that gets to sit back in the studio and listen to all of us knuckleheads out here. <laughs> and uh, and the the one uh, I was thinking, Daryl, when we had. Um, when we had Barry Camp on at Port Royal, Daryl was dying here because Barry was a scream, and he said, who is this guy, you know? <laughs> so uh, Daryl's got a, a, a good seat back in the studio, and we appreciate his hard work as well. Thanks to Logan Short and Bill Klingbill, to Kerry Madsen and Darren Fettman, to Brat Marks and to Shane Stewart. Thanks to Trey Starks and Gio Selzy. Also, we've got Caleb Johnson and Shane Fick joining us. And uh, I said Brent Starks, it's Brent Marks. So we appreciate both Brent Starks and, and Brent Marks, <laughs> yes, joining us here. But we have had a ball, and we love that you've joined us here. All right. Did everyone have a good time here tonight? Is everyone ready for some racing? It is the Agco Jackson Nationals, and we appreciate you joining us here for Minnesota Mafia Wing Nation, presented by Dryden from here at Jackson Motorplex. This has been Minnesota Mafia Winged Nation, presented by Trident from the 41st Annual Jackson Nationals. For more Winged Sprint Car news, talk, and information, go to wingednation.com or follow Winged Nation on Facebook or Twitter. This has been a production of the Motor Racing Network, all rights reserved. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.